0: Good day poker peeps, this is Sky with Smart Poker Study, and in this video we're going to go over my results from a full month of raise or fold only poker. This is something that I challenged myself for the entire month of June, and I challenged my audience to three days of this as well. If you want to check out that first challenge podcast with the challenge page, all the details, go to smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 393. To start this off or for this video I'm going to show all of my different statistical and win rate results plus we have a few hands to go through to help you um uh uh, uh to help me illustrate some of the tips I'm going to give you to do this challenge for yourself. Now, upon completing the challenge, my main takeaways were was, was that I absolutely loved this challenge. It is amazing not calling, not putting yourself in as many out of position spots, not capping your range all the time by calling, avoiding those three bet squeezes because you're not calling. There's so much great that comes with not calling, right? Remember, it's a raise or fold only challenge. So no calling pre-flop. This also taught me, I already knew that aggression wins in poker, but it helped me even more see that aggression wins. And when we look at some of of my win rates, you're going to see that as well. And you're also, I also learned, and I've always known this, but you're going to learn if you do this challenge that folding is okay. It's totally fine to exit hands, especially if you don't want to face that opponent. If you don't want to be out of position in the hand, if you really don't want to see the flop with jack eight suited, go ahead and fold, right? It is okay. I give you permission with this challenge to fold. One of the great things, though, is because you're not allowed to call, if you really want to play a hand. You have to 3-bet it. You have to force yourself to 3-bet, which trains you to think more about the benefits of 3-betting in any given spot against the opponent with a certain size, with the cards in your hand, with your position, all that stuff forces you to put more uh, thought into 3-betting. Now let's take a look at a few choice statistics here. So I played all of these, all of this month on uh, Ignition Poker, which is anonymous poker. Now I played 5,000 hands of Razor Fold only, positive $60 in profits, positive 11 big blinds per 100 hands win rate. Awesome Profitability. In the 18,000 hands before this 5,000, I was up $143. Nice profits right there. But my win rate was only 5.9. And that was when, of course, I had a lot more calling. Calling two bets, calling three bets after open raising in my game. But by changing to this all aggression style of play, uh, I almost doubled my win rate right here. Now, it is just 5,000 hands, so it is a relatively small sample. But I know from my experience in doing this, I kind of don't ever want to go back to calling again, right? I absolutely love this style of play. Now, taking a look at a few choice statistics here, um, my two bet and then fold to three bet, because once again, not allowed to call, it went from folding 73% of the time to folding 83%. So I folded a little bit more often. And this is going to lead into one of the tips I'm going to give you and one of the hands we'll review later in the video. So of course, just expect to fold to three bets more often. But here's the thing. My three bet before the challenge was at 6.4. Um, it went up to 7.2. Not a huge jump, but it went up because I was looking for more opportunities to three bet because I wanted to play a hand, but I wasn't allowed to call. Now my three bet success, I'm three betting more often, but my three bet success, which means that I three bet and everybody folded, it was 32% before now it's at 37%. So a bit more success, even with more three bets. And a lot of those three bets are going to be with weaker hands because they're bluffs. I don't necessarily want to call or I don't want to call. So I have to three bet. So it's kind of a bluffing hand. The fact that I'm succeeding more often is really good. My three-bet steals, I was at 8% in the big blind before. I doubled it to 16%. Absolutely love it. Getting more aggressive. And in the small blind, eh, roughly the same from 5.2 to now 4.4%. Folding to steal, because I'm not calling, folding 90% of the time. Before, it was 86%. I had some calls in there out of the blind. Now, when I get to the river and I face a bet, I was calling 51% of the time before. I'm sorry, winning at showdown after calling on the river, the 18,000 hands prior, I was winning 51% of the time. But now because I'm the one doing the betting and I'm calling less often, I'm the one being the aggressor, I'm often getting to the river in better spots. So when I'm facing a bet and I'm calling, I'm winning at 73% of the time. Love that win rate. I'm sorry, that winning percentage increase right there. My overall win rate's really good in each of the positions. I'm positive in all of the non-blind positions. In the big blind, I went from a win rate of negative 59 big blinds to 100 hands to negative 17. What a huge improvement. If you folded every big blind, you'd be at negative 100. I'm only at negative 17 with my no calling and only three betting out of the big blind. Some of these hands, of course, are... um uh, it's folded to me and I check the big blind, or it limped to me, I guess I should say, and I check the big blind, or it's folded and I have a walk. But still, out of the big blind, negative 17 is good. Small blind, negative 28. If I folded everyone, I'd be at negative 50. So it's not all that bad. It's, it's a decent win rate right there. I would like it to be improved, but I could probably do some studying and improvement, some work on my small blind play. VPIP and saw the flop in position that was 55% of the time before it jumped up to 63% of the time because a lot of my calls out of the blinds, actually none of those calls out of the blinds. I didn't make any, right? So I'm seeing the flop more often when I V pip in position, 63% of the time out of position. I have a seeing it 37% of the time V pipping. And that's just good in general, because when you have that position, you got that advantage, that informational advantage over your opponents helps you win more pots. My win rate when in position went from one forty two to positive two forty seven lovely increase right there out of position I was at positive two hundred and six big mice per hundred hands now it's at positive four hundred and eighteen so even though I'm out of position I'm still making more money each time i v pip and see the flop out of position loving that right there now this is a great thing and this is why I really um this challenge helped to drive home the idea that aggression wins because I'm entering pots only as the aggressor. I'm only seeing, um, uh, well, I'm only entering pots as the aggressor. It's all aggressive play. My win rate when I vpip went from positive 128 to positive 194, about a 50% increase right there. And it's all aggression, right? So I decreased my passivity, increased my aggression, and my win rates increased as well. I'm telling you, aggressive poker is winning poker, and a razor fold only game really helps with that. Now, my two bet and call three bet. I actually had some results here because there were two hands, a king-queen suited where I open raised, and another player shoved six big blinds into me. Of course I called, right? Another hand, I opened raised with pocket jacks and 11 big blind player shoved. Of course I called. So there were two instances and those are the only times that you can call in this challenge is when somebody shoves into you and you don't want to fold. So I called both of those hands. I won the pocket jacks. My king queen lost against ace 10 offsuit. So whatever, but I'm still positive for those two three bet calls that I made. Now, one of the great things is in the prior 18,000 hands, my win rate when calling was negative 84. But because I did not do any calling right now, or during this 5,000 hands, no calling losses, which is lovely, right? Avoid all that, all those ugly spots when you're calling and capping your range. Now, the last win rate result I want to talk about, in the prior 18,000 hands, calling on the river, I was at negative 266 big blinds per 100 hands. Now, with all aggression pre-flop, Calling on the river, as you saw, I was winning 73% of the time this past 5,000 hands. Positive 751 big blinds per 100 hands. Because I'm the aggressor, this is really helping me get to the river in stronger spots. Maybe I'm bluffing the whole way, but then I catch on the river. Whatever happened, I can go through and review all these river calls, but I went from negative 266 to positive 751 with this all-aggressive kind of play. Absolutely loved it. So now I have some tips for you. Um, If you do decide to take me up on this challenge and do it for yourself, here are four tips along with some hands to review that kind of demonstrate all of these tips. The first thing, it truly is okay to fold. I am giving you permission. Too many of us, we hear that you got to defend your blinds, jack eight suited, ace nine offsuit, that's worth defending. It truly isn't, especially when you're handing your opponent bread and butter you call out of the big blind, you're giving them position, you've capped your range so you have a weaker range, and maybe they have a skill advantage, who knows, but you're out of position with a crappy hand. You fold more often, you avoid that ugly spot, and you also give yourself more brain space to think about the other tables that you're playing, where maybe you have the opportunity to open raise, you have the opportunity to three-bet. Because you didn't defend in a crappy spot, you can just forget about that hand. Put your focus on the more important aggressive situations that you've got going for you. So the first thing, because you fold more, you avoid tough out-of-position calling hands. You know, it's tough when you're out of position. Everybody hates being out of position. Less calls mean less out-of-position play. Remember when you call, you've capped your range. When all you're doing is two-betting and three-betting and four-betting, your range is wide open. You have some bluffs in there but you also have the strongest aces, kings, queens, ace, king, all that jazz. And what often happens when you call with the jack eight suited, the king 10 suited, you should expect to just be check folding on most flops. And let's take a look at a hand king 10 suited right here. So I'm in the big blind, king 10 suited, often a calling hand, totally fine to call, especially if you end the action. The under the gun player, open raised. He's a 10-10 player, so probably tight and aggressive player. He opened raised probably with a tight range. Everyone else folded, and it's the action is on me. I could have called, but I decided to fold the hand, and here's why. Well, for all the other reasons I said, I don't want to go out of position with just a king-10 suited against a tight under the gun player with a really strong range if he has a king in his hand right now it's ace king king queen or king jack better than my king 10 if he has a 10 it's probably ace 10 maybe not queen 10 or jack maybe jack 10 so there's one 10 that i beat in uh in his range right now but he's got all the pocket pairs he's got all the strongest aces right now it's just a really ugly spot and let's take a look with flopzilla pro here king 10 suited versus a tight open raising range I only have 40% equity pre-flop. It's not the best spot to give him position, to give him a bread and butter spot. If we look at just king 10 suited by itself in Flopzilla Pro, I hit top pair or better and the open-ended straight draw or better only 37% of the time. That means truly because I'm out of position, 63% of the time I'm going to just be check folding. Why should I call 1.5 big blinds right now to just check fold almost two out of every three flops? I see no reason to do that. So what I end up doing, of course, is I end up folding and that frees up that brain space for other tables or for the very next hand when I'm in the small blind and I have the opportunity to maybe raise over a limper or, or open raise or whatever the situation might be. Now, the next tip for you, it is so much more fun to three bet than it is to call whether you're in position or you're out of position three betting in the blinds. The great thing I love about three betting is that you take charge. You're sticking it back in your opponent's face. You're telling them, hey, uh, when you call, you're basically telling your opponent, oh, my hand's not great, but I want to see the flop. And I'm probably going to check to you and let you see better or not, right? But instead, when you three bet, you're taking charge. You're sticking it back in your opponent's face. And as we saw, aggression wins. So it's good to be aggressive. And you can attack the fish in this 9-7 suited hand. Let's take a look at this right now. Under the gun, posts a big blind. This fishy player, who is a 40-20 player, iso raises to only two big blinds. If you think about it, if he's bluffing with jack-4 offsuit, two big blinds is never going to get everyone to fold, right? If he's going to four value with pocket aces... That's not getting enough value. Just making it two big blinds. This is basically a very weak bet demonstrating or telling me that this is a weak player. I want this player all to myself. So what happens? I decide to three bet to eight big blinds. And in these, during this past month, I've been, uh, testing out different three bet sizes, min raising to just five big blinds, making it seven, making it eight, just testing out different things. See what, see what I can do but I have nine, seven suited on the button and I'm three betting truly in an effort to get this fish heads up. Or if everyone folds great, I take down a 4.5 big blind pot with a simple three bet pre-flop. So instead of calling with seven, nine, I'm three betting everyone folds. It gets back to the razor who just calls. So now I have an uncapped range. I got aces, Kings, Queens, ace, King in my range. It is nine, seven suited, but he doesn't know that, obviously, right? The flop comes down at seven five five. He checks, so I have top pair, uh, a nine kicker, right there. Seven five five. I've got seven nine. Now I know players like this; they do not want to give up on a hard to hit board like seven five five. They don't want to give up with ace ten, with king jack, with queen eight. They still have two overcards. They're going to potentially call and hand me value right now. And I also, if I were to check right here, um, I just allow him to catch an over card uh, or an over pair to beat my top pair right now. I don't want to do that, right? So I bet four value, and he ends up calling on the 755 board. I bet half pot or so. The deuce comes. So the board is 755 deuce. He checks to me. I am not going to let him, because the deuce doesn't scare me at all. I'm not going to check behind and let him catch a free ace, king, queen, jack, 10 to suddenly beat my top pair of sevens. I'm double barreling, half pot, once again, going for value. He ends up folding, but this is the power right here of tackling the fish. He gave me value with, I guarantee what was two over cards and that he just wasn't able to pull the trigger on another call, but he gave me that pre-flop uh, eight big blinds right there. And then on the flop, another 8.8 big blinds. Absolutely love this hand. It happened because I was willing to target the fish with a three bet, instead of calling and allowing other players to play against that fish too. Love that one. Now, sometimes you're dealt a no-brainer call. It's the kind of call that everybody would just call no matter what, just because it makes sense to call. Maybe you're set mining, you have a suited connector, it's a really small bet. Whatever the reason is, right? But you cannot call during this challenge. So you have to think about the value of three betting, and this is a great training tool to force you, dang it, I can't call, but I want to play this hand. What can I do? Three betting is probably the answer, right? Forces you to think about three betting. If it's a bluffing hand, like you would rather he fold, can he find a fold? You got to ask yourself that. Does he have a wide range? Has he demonstrated a history of folding in the past? Is he out of position? And you're thinking about three betting in position, giving him some incentive to fold right there. or. If you're kind of debating on calling, but you have a decent hand, like let's imagine you would often call with ace jack, but if you three bet with ace jack, can he call with worse? Can he call with ace 10, ace nine, king jack, queen jack? If so, it's a kind of a, it's a value three bet. Now you haven't hit a a pair yet with your ace jack, but if he can call with worse, it is a value three bet as well. Let's take a look at a hand pocket eights on the button. So in this hand right here, Villain, 40 slash 20 player, open raises. It might be the same villain as the other other hand where I three bet, I'm not sure. Now, he open raises to three big blinds. I have pocket eights. For most people, this is a no-brainer, just set mining opportunity. And not just set mining, I'm on the button. So if he checks, I can bet and potentially steal on the flop. But we're not calling, we're raising and folding only. So I decided to three bet and I made it nine big blinds. Just really give the impression that I'm going for value right here. I like my hand. And everybody folds. Awesome. So, this is a spot where I could have called to set mine and tried to win a big pot or call just to bet when he checks the flop. But I still won the pot with a simple three bet pre flop. And I took down a 4.5 big blind pot. Bam, lickety split. Instead of calling and then worrying. About maybe this loose, aggressive, big one player three-bet squeezing me. Didn't have to worry about that. And I didn't have to worry about hitting anything on the flop. I didn't have to worry about him checking on the flop either. Took it down with that bet. Absolutely love it. Now, the last tip I have for you is you have to look ahead for three-betters before open raising because, once again, you cannot call. Maybe you often open race with ace queen, somebody three bets and you call ace king, somebody three bets, you call, but you are not allowed to call here, right? So you want to look ahead at the rest of the table, look for loose aggressive and tight aggressive players, look for three bet percentage over six percent, especially if you're on a long term tracking site like America's Cardroom or Poker Stars, where you can have thousands of hands on a player. But if not, at a minimum, just look for prior three bets made. Uh, because that'll clue you in. If you have a lot of three-betters left to act, you're probably better off just folding, not opening yourself up to facing a three-bet. Let's take a look at this hand right here. I have ace seven suited. I'm in the hijack and under the gun because one player is missing at the table. Let's look at our remaining opponents. Whatever I do right here, we still have four players left to act. The first to my direct left in the cutoff is a tight aggressive player, 22 slash 22. 22 who has three bets once already out of six opportunities. Another player on the the button, 33 slash 27. No three bets yet out of five opportunities, but he's a loose aggressive player and they're always capable of three betting, right? The player in the small blind only has a 40 big blind stack. He looks tight at 11 slash 11 but he's three bet already once out of seven times. He's capable of three betting. He's demonstrated that ability to do that before. And this last player in the big blind right here, 67 slash 39, who has three bet two out of eight times. So everybody remaining at the table, I have a seven suited. Everybody is capable of three betting here. And if I face a three bet, I can't call but I wouldn't even want to call. It's A7 suited. I'd rather just fold against anybody's three bet, basically, right? Even if they're capable of bluffing me. I don't want to bluff catch with an A7 suited. Hope they have King Queen suited, something like that. No, no, no. I would exit um, versus a three-bet. So what did I do? I just folded instead of open raising. Now the button open raised, small blind fold, the big blind just called, so nobody made a three-bet in this hand, but everybody was capable of it. So Just to avoid the three bet, save myself any facing three bet headaches, eh, I folded and exited the hand. All right, thank you so much for watching the video. I highly recommend if you have not done this challenge for yourself yet, please do it. Smartpokerstudy.com slash pod 393 for all the details on how to do this challenge for yourself. Once again, my main takeaways, I absolutely loved it. I really learned it, drilled the point home that aggression wins, that folding is okay. And it forced me, when I wanted to play a hand, but I can't call, it forced me to find more three betting opportunities and pull the trigger on them. I basically trained myself to become a more aggressive and a more winning player with this one. All right, thank you so much. And I'll see you in the next one.